0: Welcome to Kickin' a Java Style with Cassie. Well, I missed Word Wednesday, so we're going to do a thankful Thursday with some Word. Um, You know, I woke up this morning thinking about how blessed I am with two absolutely amazing children, grown children, and they have amazing spouses that love them. And I have beautiful grandchildren that are also amazing. Of course they're amazing because they're mine. The kids are mine. I, all of them, all four of them, they're mine. God put them in my life. They put the handpicked spouses for my children and put them in their life. And I just, I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for the fact that the Lord... No matter what, he's been taking care of me in spite of my own flaws, in spite of my own shortcomings. He's been taking care of me all of my life. And I look back and yesterday was an anniversary date of when I fell and broke my leg. And I look back at how God took care of me. I look at how my house, I came here and moved here from Texas with hardly anything went from a little bitty house to a bigger apartment to to owning a house. and it's filled with things. I have too much things. I'm going to start giving things away and selling things for pretty cheap and, you know, saving up some money for other things. But I'm very thankful for all that God's done for me. And then, for the word, you know, it's amazing how the word is living. So it's amazing how, one day it speaks to you, and then you read it another day or another year later and you get more out of it or something a little bit different in a different area in your life. And I have always talked about Ephesians 3.20, where it says, God can do above and beyond beyond your wildest dreams and imaginations. Now that's one of the messages version, I think. Uh, so I'm gonna tell a story. It's probably been told on a podcast before, but because today I got a little bit more revelation than I even had of what it means. I'm going to tell a story. So Ephesians 3.20 is where I get Dreamcatcher 3.20 from. Uh, the 3.20 is from Ephesians 3.20. Dreamcatcher is not about the Indian Dreamcatcher. Now, I do have that logo just because of I think it's beautiful. And the idea of it catching your dreams is something different to me. Than um, what they use it for for catching bad dreams at night and all that. I just thought it was beautiful and and dream catcher is catching the dream and running with it. Well, I've been learning how to catch that vision and that dream that God has for us over the years. Uh, several years ago when I was on a really big uh, kick of really pushing that scripture and teaching it and teaching on Isaiah 61 and teaching on Jeremiah twenty nine eleven about God has great plans for you to prosper you and not harm you. God in visions 320 God will do above and beyond your wildest dreams and imaginations. So I was doing some ministry with uh, at that time, the the man I was married to and his aunt and uncle they were going into prison in Abilene, Texas, and it was a men's prison. And I had never been in there. And I we get there, and I I started when they were coming in to shake our hands. First of all, I started weeping. I couldn't I couldn't get control of my emotions at all. I was. Um, every time I would see one of those men, I, the young men would remind me of of my son, or I would think about that could be my dad, Um, you know, not because my, my family was in trouble, but it could be by the grace of God, it wasn't, but it could have been my loved one in there, and I began to see things differently, and I began to just weep, and, and experience how, I, I guess, God's love for them, and, and it just, it was overwhelming, and, at that time, the the man I was married to, um, he's the one I went, you know, through my divorce and everything with, but he, he looked at me, and he'd been doing it for a long time, he'd actually been in prison, so he knew, you know, kind of how things went, and he said, you've got to stop crying, they can't see you doing this, you got to stop that, i was like, I can't help it, you know, and so I was just experiencing an overwhelming abundance of love and compassion, and, and we go sit down, and, you know, he was gonna sing, and his aunt was gonna sing, and they were gonna do some speaking. And nobody had told me that I was gonna be speaking. And so she leans over to me and says, "Did you were aware? Did you know you were speaking today?" I was like, "Uh, no way. Uh, uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. no, 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 no." And she said, "Yeah, you're you're speaking." And so I'm talking to God. I mean, I'm very quickly going. Uh, this is no. This can't be happening. I have nothing to share with them. I don't, how am I supposed to get up and tell them that you've got great plans for them and that you want to prosper them and not harm them. And, and you're going to do above and beyond their wildest dreams and imagination. How am I going to tell these guys that they're sitting in prison, most of them for life. And I very clearly heard the Lord say, look around. so I began to look around the room and he started showing me the men that were bringing us water and taking water to this whoever was speaking. And the men that were running the sound system and the men that were uh, doing the the board where, I, where you p- just play the words, the songs. I can't think of what it's called. And there was a man that had a colostomy bag and it busted, something had busted and their men, other men were going around and helping this man so they wouldn't be embarrassed and cleaning it up. And at that, at that moment, the Lord said, you are more in prison in your mind than these men are. Sitting right here in this prison, and he showed me their purpose and how they still had purpose in life and how they still had a calling on their life to be fulfilled right there in the middle of where they were at. And so he began to speak to me. He said, "You really talk about Ephesians three twenty, but you have missed the point before that and had me go back and reading um, the verses before that." And so I'm going to go to verses uh, fifteen, Ephesians three fifteen. Nope, 16. May he grant you out of the riches of his glory to be strengthened and spiritually energized with power through his spirit in your inner self, indwelling your inmost being and personality. So that Christ may... Ooh, I, that's good right there. Because this is Amplified. Amplified um, goes in and gives like, uh, almost like definitions inside it. It says, in your inner self, indwelling in your inmost being and your personality. God wants your personality to reflect his love. So... The whole, oh, well, that's just my personality so I can act like a heifer. That don't cut it. That's not what God wants. And I'm talking to myself. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through your faith and may you, having been deeply rooted and securely grounded in love, be fully capable of comprehending with all the saints, God's people, that's who the saints are, the width, the length, the height, and the depth of his love. Fully experiencing the amazing endless love. And that you may come to know practically through personal experience. Personal experience. The love of Christ which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience. Meaning um, that we'll know it beyond anything we've ever experienced. It'll be beyond something we could experience. That you may be filled up throughout your being to the fullness of God. So that's his love so that you may have the richest experience of God's presence in your lives, completely filled and flooded with God himself. Now, it's God is love, okay? Completely filled with God himself, his love. Now, verse 20 says, Now, that means after you know all of this, to him, now to him, talking about God, who is able to carry out his purpose and do superabundantly more than all that we dare ask or think, and definitely on our greatest hopes or dreams. Okay. So now that we know. When we. After we recognize his love. After we know this love. Then God can do abundantly more. Than we've ever asked. According. To his power that is work within us. Now remember. We've been talking about his love. This is where I got it today. I. I understood the power. Thinking it was just. Just just God's supernatural power. I understood that we needed to know how much he loved us. But I did not understand that that power is the love. It is the love that we have in our life for God. It's knowing the love that God has for us. And it's us loving and walking in love towards other people. And I struggle with that right now. Since 2020, I've struggled with loving other people. Now listen, I've probably always struggled with a little bit. Because I've had some anger and resentment and bitterness that built up in me over years from hurts. And and that was already a struggle and that God was healing me through and working me through. And then you get to 2020 and the world went crazy and people were awful to each other, fighting, backbiting, picking sides and squabbling. And I just lost my love for people. Well, you know why I lost my love for people? Because I stopped talking to God about it and I stopped letting God love me through it. And I stopped recognizing who he is. And I felt like the power... And all the things that I believed about God doing above and beyond my wildest dreams and imagination just went right out the door. I could still tell people, hey, you got this. But in me, I was going, I don't even have any vision or hope or dreams anymore. I'm just holding on to grasping for what am I supposed to be doing in my life? Grasping for what is my purpose? Trying to make old things work and and just stood of a- basking in the fact that maybe it's just to, to love and And love others and then, you know, start all over from there and go to the basics of his love. Now, it says in verse 21, to him be the glory of the church and Jesus Christ throughout all generations. Um, I didn't finish that, but it is for his glory. So, today, I finally recognize that God's power within us is not just because he's an almighty big God. It's because... The power that we're talking about is love. I'm going to really, really try to focus in on this and try to be intentional with my thoughts in this. And then I'm going to just walk this out. And I wanted to share it with you that you get in there. Look at Ephesians. Um, This is the Amplified. So look at all the different... Look at the Passion Translation. Look at the Message Translation. And just... Kind of do a study on this and see what you come up with for your own heart. Okay, if you get a chance, please go over to dreamcatcher320.com. Listen, all the ladies all over the United States, wherever the world, you can come from anywhere you want. There is a conference being held in Texas, April 29th, and the information is on dreamcatcher320.com. Check that out. We would love for you to come join us. There's an early bird special. Um, anyways, have a great week. I'm sorry that I did not get on on Wednesday, but we got it covered and God's word is powerful no matter what day of the week it is.